Dave. And with one of us allowed back on the show, now that there's no special guests, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. I mean... I wasn't going to say anything. Hi. We tried to book a special guest for this week, but it just didn't work out. Oh, that's why I'm here. You're not Justin Morrow, Tony. I don't know if you knew that. It's your voice. You're Tony, not Justin Morrow. Hmm. Sorry. Can I be Jason Marrow? You be Bone Marrow. Uh, bone Marrow is delicious. When I, I was going to say, like, on a nice, a nice toast, and I would be fine. Fine. <laughs> Anywho. Right. Anyhow, moving on. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that will have its own line of festival wear up in our Zazzle shop soon. Bucket hats for everyone. On this week's show, we talk about TFC's newest player. Yes, another one. Oh my God. Say farewell to another. Hmm. Check in on Coachella. The lineup looks amazing. Look ahead to the She Believes Cup and more. And now this week's panel, currently working on, not the festival wear, but the awesome Trillium Cup half and half scarf. It's just Justin Morrow on two ends. Say hello to Mark Hinckley. I mean, I just, I think we should just rename it the, the Justin, Justin Morrow, Morrow Cup. Cup. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no, I mean, we can just remove the Trillium part out of it. And at least now it has a meaning. It's named after a legend. Exactly. And with all that spite behind it, hell, I'll fight for it too. The Spite Cup. Mm. Right sponsored by Sprite. If it's a Justin Morrow half and half, what, what half is on where? That's a good like question. Is, it, is one side is like waist upwards and the other side is like waist downwards? Maybe. Cool. I want to put a, as long as there's a very small part in there that goes, uh, and what about Cincinnati? Because, I mean, we all forget that they're also in Ohio. And it's also arguably their cup. The exactly. Cup it becomes more interesting if they were just to be interjected into it. Or if we just hand it over to Ohio. Just, you know, here, fill your boots, guys. Exactly. I, I would always, I, I would sort of, we've been sort of calling for this for a while. But, yeah, anyway. They're Kentucky cuddlers. Um, <laughs> Uh, psyched for DJ Insigne. Say hello to Tony Walsh. Hi. So psyched. Like, tone it down. It's a family show. Is he a Coachella? Probably. Uh, still locked in the closet. Duncan will not be with us again this week. But he is asked for, for some, you know. You're you're bringing you're introducing reintroducing us back into the wild gradually one at a time. Yeah, yeah, you know, like we're giving him some reading materials, and um, yeah, he's doing good. He's doing good. We're like we're like uh, white rhinos or something. <laughs> something like that. Yes. Yeah. That's a thing, right? It totally is. Okay. What didn't know if I was making that up or not? No, no, you're not. Naked mole rats. That's a thing, right? Um. Yes. Why do you? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have my reasons. As you are. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Moving on now. Uh, as for me, I'm still a wee bit giddy about meeting our new best friend, Justin Morrow. Um, but I will, uh, I'll just soldier on. Uh, I am your host, Christian Knowles. Now to our show. Ride that for years. Ugh. So long. 
so what's been going on? The first thing up is Justin Morrow was the nicest person. Do you know how nice Justin Morrow was? No, I don't. Do you know Mark and I? Do you know Mark and I met Justin Morrow last week? I heard. <laughs> I was there, and I'm still shocked. Oh yeah, you listened. Oh, that's so nice. He sounded so good, right? Like, what thoughtful? Actually, seriously, fucking gentleman. What a good interview. Mm. What a good interview. It's delightful. Although that 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 Trillium Cup story. That might be one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, I mean, I just I just hate the fact that we only found out about it well after we stopped playing for it when everybody was just kind of like, ah, why do I care? Yeah, it was like now exactly. now there's now there was meaning behind it. And um, and now I yeah, want to care. That's, 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 <laughs> see, that's that's all I wanted was a meaning. And again, being the two closest geographic. Air quotes rivals, because it really weren't. Um, that wasn't enough. Not even close. So I might say not even close. I mean, it's five plus hours. That's really not even close. There was horticulture on the line. (laughs) The botanist insisted. Yeah. Mm. Big, big flower got involved. Big, big, big botany got in the way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Don't want to be in the pocket of big botany. No. Oh, my God, man. They will fuck you up. It's kind of like it's like it's like poison ivy, only more scientific and less bat creatures and things. Mm. Um, but speaking of the, the Trillium Cup, so we were li- we literally were in the room with the Trillium Cup, and oh, did did you talk to it? Is it nice? A little bit, um, but uh, like honestly, and and if there had been maybe a few less latches. I might have been all up in that case. I was tempted. <laughs> I did have, I, well, I just I wanted to see. Don't yeah, go, we were. Don't, just, you're you're guest of the place. Don't go getting all up in anything when you're guest. Well, somewhere. I didn't. I didn't. I'm just saying I was tempted. Right. I behaved. You're a representative of of this show and of two soccer, <laughs> Tarana Holdings Limited. Oh right, I forgot. Damn. Fine. Anyway, um, it was just, it was a very funny thing to turn around and be like, um, does that say what it, yeah, this Trillium Cup. Yeah, I have pictures of the case that now, says is, Trillium Cup Is on that top. the only Trillium Cup? Or is, I don't there know. One, is there one in Columbus too? Is there like a replica? Like, you know, well, they do because that it with was a lot in, of trophies. I feel like maybe, maybe it is the only one because it was in a fairly sturdy case. Like it was, you know, had just been wheeled in from somewhere else or they were getting ready to wheel it elsewhere. I don't know. I feel feel it's probably more of a burden for the club who has to keep it. (laughs) Maybe that's why it just stays in the case. Fine, We'll take care of it. I guess it's our turn. Um, But yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was quite the thing. And and I know Mark was just like waiting for me to notice. (laughs) He's like, Oh, what is this? Was the Carlsberg Cup? No, I did not see the Carlsberg Cup. Sorry. But did see the infamous trophy cases with the little niches for all the various hardware that has been won and is desired to be won and so on and so forth. So that was kind of cool. Any Anukshuks? No, I was disappointed by the closet where they keep them all. 
with those with well, those little mini hiking uh, with the little mini hiking uh, bungees. Yeah, no, yeah. no, we uh, we looked, we looked. Um, a band of allegiance drawer. No, unfortunately, this place unfortunately. sucks. I know, but the food is good. I'll say that much. Did you visit the the uh, bitchy cemetery? We weren't allowed. Plus, it was fucking cold outside. My hands yeah. almost froze walking over to that fucking place. Jesus Christ. There needs to be oh, wait, like... Wait, 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 wait. You mean the causalium? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been... Sorry, my silence has been like desperately trying to come up with a good name for this place. Oh, that's amazing. So, the so, causalium. That should be the latest shirt in, in the Zazzle shop. The bitchy causalium. Yeah, featuring bitchies one through four and six. Too soon. I love it. Anyway, I just, anyway. Um, so wanted it anyway, but it was uh, it was it was it was a cool experience being being up there, even though it was like the worst day ever to have gone up there because it was freezing fucking cold. Hmm. Um, and the 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 Google Maps instructions of walk vaguely in this direction when you're like cutting through seven parking lots trying to be like is this the right direction and praying that it is uh yeah good times but the rest of it was fabulous and fun and just tomorrow we got to meet just tomorrow which was so great sorry sorry not sorry Okay, a little bit sorry about the gushing i apologize i'll stop time to move on let's move on to something else mm. actual news so, finally, mm-hmm. it is officially official. Uh, Sigurd Rios, sorry, Sigurd Rosted is a uh, member of TFC. Can we call him oh, hey. Sigurd Ross Ted? Like, as if he's uh, Ted, the basis yeah, for Sigurd Ross? Yeah, naturally. Ted Basison? <laughs> keyboardson. Oh, Keyboardson sounds better. Ted Keyboardson. And his and well, I was just saying which which his, but which, his sister, which keyboards doctor. <laughs> I'm just like which one is more likely to pay, to play defense though. Got to got to got to consider like well, a keyboard the... covers a lot more area. Mm. And can be yeah, but base does a lot, man. I'm I'm sticking. Yeah. I think uh, keyboards more of your your stay at home, you know, center back. Where where uh, I think the base is more your ball playing defender has a bit of like. You know, movement to it. Hmm. hmm get those. Get hmm. those pings off. Yeah, we. I. I. Well, does I. I feel like I don't think this guy roams very much. Anyway, the exciting thing though is that it's official. It's finally done. He's here. He's. He's. He's with the team out west now. Um, three-year deal with an option for 2026. And um, I. One of the, you know, exciting things is that. He's on this side of, you know, he's on the, he's, he's, he's in his 20s. He's on this side of 30, which is great. An actual younger player. Um, I do love how TFC like finds a country and like commits to it, you know, every season. This year, it's clearly Norway with the acquisition and selling of players. Um, that's the, that's the thing. Um, so, <laughs> you know, aha. 
is the new, you know, must be just echoing through the the, the locker room, you know, to to balance out the Italians. I don't know. Um, Probably doesn't get any wrench injuries. <laughs> You're so weird. Um, Why? It's from the video. Remember? I did. A wrench, yes. or 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 if he has to slam himself against walls to turn himself into a real boy. Not all these black and white, Tony. Look, it took a few seconds. I didn't even realize what you were talking about with the wrench thing. Can you stop drawing this out? Ah. Mark, the transcript of Mark's joke will be in comic sounds. (laughs) Now, I do have, I have one small, one small quibble with um, uh, our new defender. And that is that during one of his caps for the Norwegian national team, uh, the sole goal that he scored was the game winner in a friendly back in 2018 against Albania. Against Albania. How dare you? The things you do for hate, Kristen, it's really alarming. <laughs> I'm really working to manufacture this. Like, just like stretch, like... <laughs> You're gonna dislocate. I said it's a quibble. I didn't say hate. I said quibble. Quibble. You know, hate. if he performs well difference? for us, I will let it. I will let this go, and we will never speak of it ever again. It's fine. Um, I won't ask him to sign my KS Castriotti kit or anything like that, or my Albanian scarf or my Albanian kit. You know, none of those things. I won't. I would. I would never do that. I would. I'm trying to picture that. a reality where you actually do ask him to autograph any one of those things. Oh, like, I would do. Are you kidding? If there was an opportunity, of course I would do it. What's the situation that needs to take place where you have a? Um, I need to be one of the people Jersey that and him. What? What? Like really? No, like, no. I need to be one of those people that shows up to a TFC match early and waits outside of gate gate four, um, where the players go in and often sign things. That's what I would have to do, or wait till after the match because that's where the players come out and often sign things. But you would actually get him to sign a shirt of a club he, of a, that he doesn't, that he never will play for, or never pl- or would never put on. Yeah, totally. That seems very strange. I don't think you autograph very often. But I okay. don't. You, you you know that. Who? Okay. Who's the first? Who's the first player I ever had? I ever had autograph a kit. Bradley Come on. Are. Thank you. But what the other did he two sign? are serious. That, that what, one did he, was, what did he sign? Well, was, he it, was it a, a Juventus kit? kit? Was it a Juventus no. kit? No, I would it was never a have a Juventus kit. How dare you? Because it was his team he actually played for. If you're going to wear an Albanian shirt, he never played for Albania. Why would you get this? The point I'm trying to disconnect. I'm trying because to understand. It would be, because it was, it was his one international goal. I think he would appreciate it. I think he would understand it and think it was, uh, I think he would find that interesting and memorable and perhaps a bit funny. That's why. I'm going to go with desecration of a kit, but that's just me. Continue. <laughs> desecration? We, we might have to bring this up on the next Kit Nerd podcast. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, anyway, with the now official edition of... Uh, Mr. Ross Ted um, at uh, at TFC, along with Matt Hedges, along with um, Sean Johnson, um, along with uh, Raul. Oh my God, what's his last name? Julia. 
Kim, yes. Thank you. Okay. Loved him in Kiss of the Spider Woman. Um, was he in Double Dragon or Mortal Kombat? Can't remember. Uh, Either. He was in Street Fighter. That's yeah. it. Yes. I was yeah. like, I was, because I was like, I was like, wait, that's not lining up in my brain. Yes, it was Street that was Fighter. Amazing. That was amazing that there was two other movies and I forgot about that. <laughs> um. <laughs> what, was this what was this character called, Mark? He wore like a... Like a bison. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Oh God, I, I never would have gotten that. Wait, I just are, I just remember him these being are movie in it. questions. These are video game questions. That's how Good I point. know this. <laughs> anyway, we should talk, so about, with... we should talk about the wizard. <laughs> wow. Okay. Come on, the movie was like was like produced by Nintendo's Power Glove. Yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation on the show before. Probably. This, this, probably. Hundred, it this sounds very much like one of ours. This, this yeah. has our fingerprints all over it, Tony. I think all you're over right. it. So does a Nintendo Power Glove. Hey. <laughs> Actually, no, it wouldn't. Maybe on the inside. Anyway. Your, your, your fingerprints um, wouldn't can, be all over it. I can already feel the power, it. okay? If you were wearing two Nintendo Power Gloves, how much did they come in a left and a right? Or, like, what about... I bet they didn't. But if you were a left-handed kid, you were fucked. You had to suffer. Uh, Petretta, that's his last name. There we go. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? I knew. Like, anyway, so, you know, forgetting the other, you know, that we've, or, you know, we've got obviously Victor Vasquez back in the midfield. We'll see if that helps anything. Uh, Diamande up front. Um, and then I, I still like that they've got Hugo um, Bongay listed as a first team player. So they are keeping him away from TFC two from the looks of it. We'll see how well that goes. Um, but mostly with the defensive additions, do you feel better about Toronto's prospects for the 2023 season? Yes. In general, yes. Hard, of course, it's hard to predict. And of course, with bringing in a lot of new players, is going to be that gelling period. But I think concentrating on the defense is, I mean, it probably still needs a bit of depth in case of injuries or whatever, what have you, through the season. But I, I think concentrating mostly on that in the last little while has been good. But, but I think feel better about that that lineup that starting lineup at least than i did uh i guess at the beginning of the window or whenever that was marcus i i i definitely think it's it's on the upswing i think this is much better i feel like the gaps that we kind of were missing or felt there was inconsistency and needed replacement um have been addressed um, depth, eh, depth is always going to be a thing because you never know if what you have is any good until they actually get out on the pitch. Um, I kind of felt like the, I kind of felt like we had the right depth as weird as that is given how little they actually got to play, but it was the starting 11. That was kind of like, mm -hmm. they had moments. They absolutely had moments. So um, yeah, getting, getting to central defenders, getting a definitive number one keeper. Um, I think those are, those were super important and they got like, we got that journeyman lifer MLS defender that hopefully we can set our watch to. 
Um, and, and, you know, six, two Norwegian giant, which, you know, is nice too. Like, I, I feel, I feel like it's the right mix of, you know, youth and experience one to one can teach the other type thing. So, mm-hmm. and, and, and hopefully like, and yeah, there's always going to be that awkward gelling process. And sometimes it, sometimes it takes, uh, uh, you know, two or three games. Sometimes it takes five or six games. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, but I feel like it, ha- it, 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 ha- the, the doesn't happens less infrequently, but it's just so much more stark when it does happen. Um, yeah, this is this is. I think these are all in the right direction. Um, I, Crescito, buggering back off, notwithstanding, I felt like this was. Um, this is good. This is this is in the right direction. This is the direction I w- I was hoping it would go in. Let's put it that way. It'd be interesting if Daddy uses his defense differently. Well, like because he's got more talent. Like I wonder if he if he will set up the same way or have the same. Like, will they be more aggressive? Will they try to be more link up? Well, you know, a lot of last year, I think just because of who was back there, he was kind of maybe daddy was limited in what he could do. Daddy. Jesus. Daddy. Um, uh, for me, like, yes, I, I, I do think this is definitely, there's definitely an improvement, you know, obviously uh, a couple, you know, whatever on paper, some very strong, you know, central defenders, the Sean Johnson uh, as our keeper is a huge get and I think massively important. My only concern, and, and it was a concern last year as well, and it doesn't seem to have been resolved very much. Like, yes, they, they went out and signed an actual left back. So that was nice. Uh, but most of the defenders that are signed two TFC are our center backs. Um, so Lucas McNaughton, center back, Shane O'Neill, center back. Um, Luke saying, ah, who knows where he plays these days? He's been like, welcome back to TFC. Good luck, young man. Um, Caden Chung. Now Caden Chung, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's an outside back. So that's one. Um you know, you obviously you have Richie Larea and Raul Petretta. Those are your those are your starters, but backing them up currently is not much. And then you go into the midfield, what's available in the midfield, um, and there are and we'll talk about shortly. But a midfield that is no longer a couple of them. Um, but Richie Larea <sighs> isn't a long term. Uh, no, exactly. Either. He's gone, probably gone in the summer. Um, so Kosi Thompson. Mm, you know, Jaquil, J- JMR is still there. Now, JMR is not a defender, but he's a, he's a fielder. But it's just going to be interesting. I'll be curious if if we start seeing, depending on the on the opponent or the health of the many central defenders um, who are in varying degrees of, you know, development, you know, ascendancy or descendancy of in their careers. You know, Shane O'Neill, good journeyman defender, probably not going to hit play for much longer. Like he's not ancient or anything, but he's not going to get a ton of minutes, but it's good to have him. Lucas McNaughton, obviously young player on the ups. And so there's, it's just interesting to sort of look at the composition. And I feel like one of my concerns with Broad Bradley 
last year was, and I think we said this was, uh, you know, Greg Vanny first season syndrome, trying to fit, you know, square pegs into round holes. And we saw that with Jacob Schaffelberg, who is now apparently gone on to great success in Nashville in the mullet, the beautiful mullet he's been sporting lately. Um, it's the law. <laughs> you know, things like that, where it was like, oh, well, maybe you can play in this position. No, you can't. All right, good. Cause you never learned that position. And why, why would you suddenly be able to um, anyway? So it'll be interesting, but on an overall basis, I do think the talent level has definitely come up. Um, I think the fact that the majority of the acquisitions and there might be one more perhaps in the pipes right now, but the vast majority of the players they needed in the positions they needed them in are in camp right now, which didn't happen last season at all. Um, there's been for the most part for I think most of these players, proper off season. Great. Um, so I think rested players and at least a good chunk of the preseason opportunity to be together and to gel um, more for the international players than everybody else. But I think there's, yeah, there's a good, there's a better sense. I think that these guys will have knowledge of one another and actually be able to, you know, set foot out on the pitch on opening day and, and, not look like who are you what what's happening so that's nice yes i was like oh my god did i lose you guys again we were trying Um, to give you ample segue room sorry sorry all right well what we are talking about and there are lots of things that we are talking about um and the first one, we're gonna we're gonna shift to uh, the Voyagers Cup. One, the the dates and locations for the first round of matches have now been officially officially announced. But amongst that is the hilarity that is the neutral site match. Neutral site match, you ask? Why does is it, it have Baltimore? to be a neutral is it, site? Is it Baltimore? Hopefully, it's Baltimore. no, I know, right? Like all neutral site matches should be in Baltimore. Like, I love the just, Baltimore just CPL stallions. Mm. <laughs> Good times, the best. Um, however, due to some sort of weird scheduling fuckery in Halifax, mm-hmm. something to do with how many early. Early on in the year, how many matches a week can be played? I don't know. There's something weird. Um, oh, I don't is have it all like the one details. of those community rules of that stadium or something? Something like that. Yeah. It's not so like, because it's not of like this, a, a, like a Donaire festival is in town. No, no, it's no. not. That's that's like I think that's the next week. Um, oh, okay. And because Halifax is supposed to be hosting this, they can't put it in Ottawa TD Place. So instead, <laughs> they're having it at. The YU Guys Stadium up at oh, York. Oh, well, at least the crowd will look similar. <laughs> oh, no, I was thinking it's going to be like if, if, if fans stay, this will be like the biggest crowd that York has seen ever. Um, so, why yeah. So you like, Why wouldn't they try like Moncton or something? Or another university. 
Like there's like yeah. three in, this, in the area. I, I, and that's the thing. Like I, I don't, I don't know. And I should have obviously done some more research into this as to why, why they didn't Quebec go. Is, Quebec is there. Yeah, yeah, build some, build some outreach, right? Yeah, exactly. Like make some inroads into the community. Why about, put uh, it? What was what's the name of the park at the in St. John's where the World Cup famous match was in '86? Oh, King George Fifth. King George, yeah. That's oh god, good answer. point. Yeah, it's a great point. That's why I'm here. <laughs> it's true. But but the best thing or best thing the the other thing about this particular match being held up at at, at York at York Lions Stadium, um, is that it's a double header. That's right. Oh, sexy times. So mm-hmm. Halifax hosting the Otleti at five o'clock Eastern time. My God. Followed by the YU guys hosting what are we calling them? The Space Penises? Is that what we call them? That's what I'm going. Um, they, well, they were angry, <laughs> angry space penises. I can't remember what the full. We had a good name for them. I, we I even did, had a song, and, and now I can't remember. And I've lost it. Anyway, so that song? other it was based on a song. Shit. Gonna you, you, and, you, you, have to go you, back in you, the archive. You ruminate on that. Um, the other you. Vancouver team, the other BC team, uh, at eight o'clock. So it's a CanPL uh, Voyagers Cup. First Buffet. round double header in the middle of April, in the middle of the week. All right. Wednesday night, people. Yeah. Come for the Halifax, stay for other. <laughs> Basically, you're already up there. You might as well stay. I mean, the good, thing is, good thing is, Kristen, if you go to this game, you can see at least three of the eight teams you like. So. Hmm. I'm just not sure anymore which the ones they are. I've lost track. And, and if you're bored, uh, Jim Brennan and Chris Posnack will be playing tennis at the nearby tennis center. Nice. Well, now now you have my attention. None of those teams are the teams. Well, maybe Halifax. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> York too. No. Um, I like I like their new social media direction and focus on things. I do not like the team. I appreciate the team behind the team right now. Um, however, so we've got Forge hosting Laval. God, I just called them Forge. Oh, I hate myself. Um, uh-huh. On Tuesday, April 18th, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time at uh, the Double Double. And uh, Snowflakes hosting Vaughn uh, at Stadsagudo. Oh, the coffee ground. You're right. Coffee ground. Yeah. Thank you. We actually, we actually just we we I think we made that the name better than like the fucking donut box. That's stupid. Oh, the coffee donut ground box. is fucking amazing. It's That's right a- there. It's all it is right, right there. there. It is right there. Um, and then um, also, if you want to, you, you you can't watch. Well, you can watch all three matches if you can hustle to a bar or a friend's house apparently assuming you are up at friends. i know who has those um up up at york um but there's three because there's three matches on the wednesday so you've got wanderers versus otletti why you guys versus angry space something um and then the rovers go rovers hosting the gray mice um at swan guard which is going to be that'll be packed 
that's going to be awesome. Um, but that's 1030 local uh, Eastern time, 730 local time. And then a day all to themselves, uh, Aquaman hosting the Pony Boys on the Thursday at um, 10 p.m. Eastern time at Starlight. So that'll be great. I'm very tempted to try and go to a couple of these in that week. Well, go to York. You'll get a couple right off the bat. Exactly. You you will fulfill the quota, which you just set out. Indeed. but how long does it take? Does it take? Does it take as long to get to York as it does to get to the the BMOT G? Because we literally have painful. an express bus from your home there. Does that go to York? Yes. Oh. Do you even public transit? Jeez. Jeez. Look, I used to work in Concord, but I've blocked that from much of my memory because it was painful and I hated a, that job. Were you a grape? I got I got crushed jet. a lot. Let me tell you. I was going with the jet one, but that'll. Oh, be that's good too. But anyway, uh, anyway. yeah, like it's right, right up the street. I mean, it's right. when I say right up the street, it is up. Right, <laughs> it is. It is a street. <laughs> but it's not. It's not for for those those who have a lack of imagination. It's not like it's a walk. I mean, it is in the sense that you could get there by foot. But eh, do you have hours? It's a long walk. Uh, but yeah, it's literally up the street. So could you call it up the creek? Ooh. I don't want to wait. Yeah, since it's Black Creek. Oh, I was thinking of the movie Up the Creek. Oh. Oh. 80, yeah, 80 Sensation. Seth, up the Creek. Says Seth Green. Uh, right? Seth I don't Green? Know. I'm not no. No, you're thinking of a later one. This is this is much earlier. Oh, you said eighties. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be Seth Green in the eighties, or well, no. he'd be a child, not. You move on. I'll look up up the creek. Okay, please. I'll, do. Get, I'll get back to um, you. Thanks. You do that. <laughs> um, but anyway, so there's there's again there's some good matchups, but there's it's 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 just it's just the funny thing with the the Halifax thing. Um, but there's opportunities. Uh, to see a bunch of games, especially if you live in Ontario. Um, but if you have the ability to go to Swan Guard to see the Rovers, I highly suggest you do so because amazing. Um, and yeah, go go support your local soccer. Go support the Voyagers Cup because it's awesome. It's awesome. I feel like we do this bit every every V Cup, and it's not it's not wrong. But yeah, go go go. It's the best if thing. You, even if you're like nearby for the the double header at Estadio del Empty, go see <laughs> go see Halifax, Empty. Ottawa, and North Toronto versus Vancouver. I mean, why not? Just why not? It's right there. You're welcome. Back to you. Bob Chris. McGraw, Max Gonzer, and Irwin, students at La Pedomaine University, known derisively by some as Lobotomy U, (laughs) are volunteered to compete in a collegiate RAF race. They are recruited by Krusty Dean Birch, who uses records of McGraw's checkered pass as a means of blackmail to get them to compete. Oh, wow. Starring? Starring Tim Matheson, Don Monaghan, Sandy Helbert, Stephen, Stephen First, Jennifer of course, Runyon. yes. And oh as Tozer, God. James Sicking. That's 
Amazing. Dean Birch was played by John Hillerman. <laughs> that crusty oh, that's Dean. Fit. That's fantastic. That's so funny. All right. Thank you. Thank you for uh, for looking up that vital information. I appreciate That's that. That's all right. The uh, main song from it, even though the soundtrack had various artists, the main song was Up the Creek. By? Cheap Trick. Because I Cheap Trick, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. Well, Dan Madison's in a, you know, like it's a tough Canadian. So, um, mm. that's awesome. Okay. You're welcome. Moving on from one of our favorite tournaments, uh, to, uh, tournament slash music festival slash preseason warmup. Uh, your Toronto FC are now appearing at Coachella. That's right. That's right. They're at the Coachella festival. It's not really a festival. Bernard um, Eschke featuring Bad Bunny. Exactly. I, I, I think I think Bernard Eschke totally has some DJ vibes. I know I said DJ Insigne in the intros, but you know Bernard Eschke has either already a side hustle as a DJ or like he's transitioning into it post football. Bernard Eschke strikes me more as a just one of those dancers like Bez with maracas and Happy Mondays. Really? See, I totally see him like just behind the decks. He's doing like, it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> because he's such a hype guy like he want to be hyping up the crowd yeah he'd just be a um, dancer he'd be like with the maracas he'd be like bez not bez bachenko uh-uh. now if Although bez when bachenko was in the happy mondays that'd be hilarious <laughs> talk about shaking your maracas tim bez bachenko <laughs> damn get after it <laughs> but yes so chala you know They'll be appearing alongside Blondie and uh, uh, let's see who who else. Uh, Rosalia, Underworld, Underworld. Come on, give it up for Underworld. Push a T, Wet Leg. Awesome. If you haven't heard their album, you got to listen to it. It's so good. Frank Ocean, massive. Gorillas, which I think is that, plus the Chemical Brothers is the show that we're all going to. Um, after Bernie's opening set is over, of course. Anyway, I'm look, I'm, of, I'm I'm more curious as to uh, is there anybody at Coachella that I've actually heard of because like I'm clearly an old fart. Yes, Miguel, Miguel Asaval, um, Luis Silva, and uh, Nick Sulzma. Oh, oh no, sorry, that's a different Chemical Brothers. <laughs> 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 oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah the los escobar trace <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's the sound of the police ooh, ooh. club bruge <laughs> yes oh god too good Hey, um, I, forgot, I forgot to mention. I don't think this was in the rundown. I'm sorry. I'm kind of jump ahead. Did you see? Uh, St. Ricketts was is the new uh, head of engagement at uh, Vancouver Whitecaps. Hi. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> uh, that's somebody else. Didn't we? Didn't we sort of discuss it, or did I did imagine we, that we discussed oh, it? Oh, you maybe. I, me, I mean, you might have been. Sorry, I would just I, saw that. We, we might have glossed over that part. I feel yeah. like if we had, and I'm sure. 
the listeners who pay attention to it better than I do, which would be almost everyone. Um, I feel like if we had said the phrase head of engagement, that would have been its entirely own digression into silliness. <laughs> and we didn't. So like, I'm literally going by, did I do a toast St. Ricketts and bad impersonation of him saying hi in a totally different way? No, I don't think I did. So, huh? So that's not a made up position. That's actually a real thing, huh? Oh Shit. no, I'm still saying it. I'm still saying it's made up. They just, you know, give well, give him a week. Apparently, he'll be like the assistant GM. You know, like it's just that's the progression, right? Yeah, you engage people and then you scout, and that's how it works. That's that's your that's your career trajectory. But it's toss, and so I feel one that he will take this incredibly seriously. Two, Sorry, he's, he's Whitecaps FC liaison club and player engagement so that's uh, that's a mouthful but that, that's what it is that's that's that, interesting that, but that business again. card folds that's how long yeah. <laughs> whitecaps fc liaison and then on a second line club and player engagement well congratulations on the club and the players for getting engaged though that's lovely oh oh <laughs> just i just want everyone to find happiness that's all mm-hmm Anyway, I totally feel like, again, he'll use this as a stepping stone to go do something else just because I feel like he's, I feel like he's ambitious. Um, and, you know, he's a smart boy. He's gone to school. He got his degree and one of the many athletes that has an MBA, but did it, you know, over the last few years while being a player. Like I remember him tweeting about it and talking about it and things like that. So what are you going to engage those <laughs> anyway so at the coachella festival um mm. toronto lost their first what rap battle oh, it's um, over. also happens when you, apparently all the matches are at the empire polo club like come on Ooh, hello hello you have the bmot g we have the empire polo club mm. yes <laughs> do you, i bet you don't even have proper horses <laughs> No, they have Tauntaun. I'm sorry. We have a dress it's code It's a Star here. Wars joke. Oh, did you Empire. say Tauntaun? Sorry, I missed it. I was chatting. Apologies. Anyway. The Empire Polo Club. Yeah, I wonder. I, they'd be like the Grand Moff Tarkins. You're, you're like, you know, <laughs> high-end officers. They wouldn't be like stormtroopers. Oh, for sure. Stormtroopers littering um, the crowd. But yeah, the the... Yeah, the polo team is made up of like, yeah, I'm sure Vader would be there. Bit bit awkward, but yeah. he cheats, but like, he cheats like, with Vader like, to move the ball. Apparently, like stormtroopers, uh, Bernadeski uh, couldn't hit a target to save his life today. No, he missed a penalty. Missed a penalty. <sighs> Love affair. He was, like Over. Our, he was our go-to guy last season for penalties because no one else could hit them except for him. So I don't know. Got a bad feeling about this. Season's over. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Uh, They've got two more matches uh, coming up uh, or engagements or throwdowns uh, versus Zombie Sheevas on Saturday and the Timbers next Wednesday. Now, today's was not live streamed. And I mean, what are we paying all these highfalutin ticket prices to Coachella for if we don't get a fucking live stream? So I don't know. 
I'm upset. They better um, not be sneaking off to watch Uncle Waffles. Seriously. Like, you know, go Facebook Live or something. Come on. It's not that hard. Janet. Janet. Mm. Um, although if someone could like definitely do like a Facebook Live or, or something, Instagram Live uh, for Idris Alba's set, you know, I, I would really appreciate that. You don't want to watch uh, Los Fabulosos Cadillacs? Uh, 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 yeah. Chris and the Mavingas? <laughs> well, there you go. That I would watch. Um, I do. I am curious to know, though, if Soul Glow just plays that song, um, Let Your Soul Glow, which was From the commercial for the hair product. Yeah. Like if they if they just do that over and over again over some solid beats man like i will i will watch that i would totally watch that i really hope that's what it is it's probably not i'm going to be sad but that would be awesome yes i'm old i don't fucking care i hope idris elba doesn't do a dj set and instead solves a crime (laughs) that would be so idris elba let's be honest That would be the most Idris Elba thing I could think of. This could be his transition into Bond. About time. You know, Bond Bond has to solve, you know, like kind of like Daniel Craig at the Dia de los Muertos in whichever Mm. fucking Bond movie. That was actually a cool scene, though. Mm. This would be Elba's at Coachella. Bond at Coachella. Let's make this happen, people. You could have sold him out comparing like, you know. He has to do his scene at Coachella. What running through cow- crowds of kids well, on the it doesn't some isn't some horrible American studio in charge of the Bond stuff now though? Doesn't Disney own them? I don't know. I don't know. Don't tell me just, Bar- don't tell me Barbara Broccoli's not involved anymore. Well, I don't know. I feel like there was like She's, an unseemly she involvement. Broccoli. Chopping broccoli. Um I'm concerned that, you know. I feel like I read something about that and that the whole Bond franchise was just going to go off the freaking rails. I don't know. But they're going to mm-hmm. reboot it for like the 12,000th time anyway. So as long as it's Zach not as... Efron's going to be the next one then. Good Lord. I will never watch another Bond movie. Although the last two were almost unwatchable, so it's fine. So say I. Moving on. Um, Kristen Knowles on the aisle. Let's go. (laughs) No, seriously. The last two were terrible. They were just drudgery and like. There's been worse. They were clunky, but they were They were relentlessly serious and ugh. I don't care about Pierce Brosnan. He he wasn't given. No, anyway. Not his fault. Those those movies were trash. No, it's not his fault. What, Pierce Brosnan or Daniel Craig? Pierce Brosnan. Oh, no, it totally wasn't Pierce Brosnan's fault. He was an amazing Bond. He got fucked over big time. Um, I don't know if he was an amazing Bond. He was a great Remington Steel, though. Oh, yes. God damn. That show, man. And Stephanie Zimbalist. She was great, too. For Other than the fact that she was awesome. But a female character who did not run in heels. She either took her shoes off or she had sensible fucking shoes. That's right. She was how, a trailblazer. That's how Zimbalist rolls. Know it. All right. Um, moving on 
<laughs> to uh, a bit of a, to me, a bit sad and also a little, this is something I was sort of like alluding to when we were talking about uh, TFC's roster that's currently at Coachella and in their preseason, um, Jaden Nelson. It's been a rumor for some time that he had interest from Europe and um, that TFC were open to moving him. And they seem very, they seem very eager in this last several months to sort of cast off young players, um, young Canadian players that in the early parts of last season they were leaning on, but who also contributed significantly to TFC's minutes and roster for a large part of last season. Um, Daddy's had enough of those pesky kids. Well, and see, the, but this is what frustrates me is that like one of the things that was sort of touted when Bob Bradley was signed was that how much he likes to coach young talent, how much this is part of his like coaching philosophy and, and his coaching toolkit. And it did not seem that way to me. <laughs> it has not seemed that way to me. And certainly since their season ended, it's been like, you know, off you go, boys. Here's a life jacket. See you later. Um like I'm still waiting for them to say that they've sold JMR. I mean, I really hope that doesn't happen. But again, if you listen to the show or if you happen to know me and have you know stand near me at a at a, at a match or something, I'm a big fan of Jaden Nelson's. Not just the floppy hair, although delightful. Um, and he's talented, and I think he improved greatly throughout last season. And I think he's one of the players that really showed, um, you know, a progression and you know shook off a lot, you know, early mistakes and stuff. And he's now signed, uh, speaking of, speaking of Norway, um, to, uh, FC Rosenborg. Yeah. But that's not, you know, from his point of view, that's not a bad move. They're, they're Europe's plucky, uh, underdog. They, they, they've, you know, they've taken a few, uh, upset results in European competition before that have been, uh, launching pad for people's careers to go to bigger clubs in Europe. So it's, yeah. Well, it's, for him as sure. a player, I think this is, I'm like, I'm happy for him no, no, there to is have the, this opportunity. The there is the side of it where Toronto FC once again, seems to be like, you know, floating off their, their uh, young prospects. But for him, I mean, if, if they're, if they weren't going to use him, good for him uh, for taking a chance and, uh, trying somewhere else with a, with a, you know, a, a decent low, a low level, but a low level club with a history of getting noticed. So yeah, it's not, not so bad for him. No, for, no, for, for him. And he obviously, you know, you're a 20 year old player and like decent European club is super interested in you and wants to throw a, you know, for you a, a buttload of money at your club to get you. You're in the last year, your con, your you know, last year, your contract. It's uncertain as to how the club's going to use you in the coming season. Um, no, this is for him personally. It's a great move. I just think for TFC, it's not a great move, and that I don't think that they're looking the way at him the way they should be personally. Well, I think I mean, they're, they're I think he can. Beyond- their young players young as well player. known. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's not that there is no philosophy. Like they don't, they seem to be a bit aimless the last five years, even of what to do with their young players. I know. Yeah, that, I would agree. I feel like the there's still like that meaningful gap between 
reservist slash bench player to, oh, I think he's ready. Like we, we see flashes of brilliance. Every, just about every kid that's come off the bench in the last five years has had like at, at least like a 20 minute stretch was like, oh, oh, okay. All right. I get it. I see what he's about. And then expecting lightning to strike again under crappier circumstances, different team, different play, like whoever he's playing with that one time versus this next time enough changes or that maybe the pressure's on now. It's like, wow, you did so good on your debut. Let's see if you can do it again. They're just not quite like ready for that pressure. Um, mm-hmm. Like the talent is there. It's just the consistency, but also the meaningful minutes to develop that consistency. And it's really hard for these kids to break through when you've got effectively, like in some cases, import talent in front of you. Like, are we really going to play? Like, is is daddy really sitting there going, thanks, Tony. You're Dad's welcome. really going there, is really sitting there going, hmm, do I play the $8 million guy or the league minimum guy? Like, in a tie, they're always going to play Play the play the play the guy that gets the big bucks because you know it's it's soccer still North American version of it. It's the flavor of it, right? We we got to play the stars, you know. Never mind the results, and that's 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 just the circumstance of it, right? So these guys need meaningful minutes, and I mean, the worst thing that MLS could ever possibly do is literally buy like the equivalent of a club and just fill it with like generation Adidas talent and let them go play in. In in you know the the elite Saren the Allsvenskan like uh, any league it doesn't even matter it doesn't have to be a, North, a Scandinavian league, but just meaningful minutes against opposition first team opposition who aren't just going through the motions of trying to be loose for their call up to Sporting Kansas City you know what I mean they're just like this they all look at it this is it this is where we want to be and I mean the, the I think the thing that surprises me the most is that this is. Like it's not alone, is it? Like he's going. Oh, he's yeah. he's 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 going. He's gone. He's signed. Like, like he's. It's, it's... But it's not alone, right? No. That's what I mean. So, granted, the loan kind of takes a little a little bit of the pressure off too. Like he's his own kind of like he, he's his own. This club wants to take a chance on him. Let's let's see what happens. And I mean, depending on how you want to look at player development, as far as like that that step of professionalism like is the norwegian league oh how big of a step is it from say tfc2 or mls's bench etc whatever whatever your metrics are i think it's a good it, it's a good move provided of course he gets time and that's mm-hmm. all i want for all these kids is to get meaningful minutes not reserve league not tfc2 or 3 those are good but that's not the same so I'll I'll power to him and I and I look forward to him coming back, playing for St. Louis and scoring a goal against us. Because and then and then trading for him, <laughs> and then trading for him <laughs> for, for even more than what we gave up. So mm-hmm. I mean I mean it's been a long time since we've had a another well it's been a long time since Osorio, and I say that meaning when's the last time who's the last person that tfc really developed into a starter from the academy i mean the the asterisk might be uh shuffles sure okay i say the asterisk because he's becoming Mm. the starter somewhere else 
but like it, does Richie Larea get any time in that yeah. conversation? Yeah. yeah. Okay. My apologies to to no, no, there's there's to, no to there aren't Richmond. many, but I do think, but I think Jaden Nelson. Jaden, absolutely no, he absolutely fits that bill. Like he is. I was talking to my dad about this earlier because my dad also unhappy that he's been allowed you know that they've sold him um mostly because my dad is angry the team seems to be getting older instead of younger but also we like young canadian players we want to see them do well um we want to see them played but um what i was saying is that you know like this is there's a lot of things so tfc gets a healthy infusion of cash from all reports they're going to get like a million dollars for him if not more but they get to keep that with a million plus whatever the homegrown selling your homegrown players rule is within MLS. MLS doesn't get anything up to a certain level. Toronto gets to keep pretty much all the money they're going to get from this sale. Um, but no, he's been with the Academy um, since he was like 14. I think. Um long time like he is he is truly and this is so they get to they get to sell a really talented player um who will be part of the i think you'll see him featured uh more and more in the national team over the next couple of years um but also they get to they get to tout their abilities to develop a young player I'm not, yeah, like I'm, I, oh man, like I under, I understand what you're saying is that like the idea, okay, it, correct me if I'm wrong, that that TFC's academy is kind of like, it's, it's a destination in itself for development, but there's still like, it's like the missing link and Osario is arguably the missing link that, that step between you got here and you're the finished product and now you can play for the first team, have a full career, be a homegrown boy, you know, stay here and have a storybook career. He is an outlier though. And there will be more in the future, but to get to the point where it's a, it's almost a factory. You know, we, 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 we joke and just every time the word Barcelona comes up, uh, because that's kind of what they do. And I, I realize I would but love TFC to be the first one to, to churn out players, but until there's that, that but you gap. don't think the fact that he has been with them since he was 14, this is his only club. He played two years with the first team and is now being sold for a hefty chunk of change. Again, well, how much, you know, my sorry, issues how much with, is it? I, um, I always blinked on that one. Well, TFC hasn't announced it. I saw, oh, oh. God, where did I see it? Um, Transfer Market had it north of a million. Um, okay. Um, yeah. You know what, though? Like, that's... Like, I... It's still outlier. I know what you're... Like, I still know what you're trying to say, but still, it's still enough. Now, if he goes there and lights up the Norwegian League, then... I say that I think the pendulum swings more to, yeah, TFC is a place where you can develop and become a pro. 
like fully, like oh, from cradle, again, cradle to again, I'm not saying you can. I'm saying that TFC will use this as marketing. I'm not saying they are. You know my issues with their with their yeah. academy and the, the fact that they fucked around their academy off and on. One year they concentrate on it and care about it, and then for two years they're just like, ah, whatever. You guys short you know figure it out play some games and blah 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 but i mean um, but who's the but who's the marketing to you mean like up and coming players up and coming players but also sure. other teams in other leagues saying look we got we got some young canadian talent here you know you want some of this kind of thing oh yeah um, i mean but honestly like that's 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 kind of what the campl wants to be anyway like it, in its heart of hearts if it can it sells on every single one of its players and makes a buck off of it and all the KMPL is doing is taking our air quotes finished products and just putting them in a window a shop window. Yeah. So what? So if if TFC is doing that, same deal. Like realistically, when while while MLS is probably paying some of his salary, if not most of it, how much of MLS? How much does MLS get of that transfer? And I think it 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 favors TFC. So it. In no, it, 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 it not favors TFC. So like, yeah, so reports are between 800,000 to a million USD for him. I, and I, I heard, I saw a number of things that said it was a million plus. And uh, MLS rules, if it's a homegrown player, oh. they get to keep a million points, blah, 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 of the most, transfer fee. Most of all not. to TFC. Nothing Fantastic. to MLS up until after Perfect. that. And, and then if that's the case, then then why not i mean this is a this is a business it's you know and i i know i'm not saying anything that's going to surprise anyone here i know it's Stupid a business. business it's a business to make money if we can we we go and buy a venezuelan kid who's hot and supposed to be the next big thing with the hopes that because we paid out 5 million for him now we're going to be able to flip him later for 20 or whatever whatever the numbers were i can't remember what we paid for i do not remember but I know it was a lot, but they were expecting to like, um, oh God, um, a guy from Atlanta, Martinez, Joseph Martinez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we took a guy who was a known product, brought him and then tried to flip him up as, as soon as the deal was right. And everybody makes money. Like they're just going to become resellers. Fine, whatever. But to be able to do it at academy level, why not? It effectively becomes another stream of revenue. And if they can flip, if they can sell on one player, every, every air quote graduating class, then hooray. Cause then it justifies the whole operation. It starts to cover its own self itself. And not only that, but it would lead to arguably more investment. Like, well, we got, we're, we're selling on a player every year for anywhere between 600,000 to $1.5 million every year. Why don't we get two players? You know what I mean? You just start to think of ways, how can we ramp up the production of our factory? And why not? If it if, if it's if the end result's churning out players, so be it. And if it means that a kid is going to choose going to TFC over going to University of Akron, go zips. Um, so be it. And if like if if it just means that the player is going to go through them rather than the other means that have existed. Whatever. As long as that player gets a job out of this when they're all said and done, I'm happy for it, and I have really not that much of a problem with it. I agree. It's it's the place of, you know, foot the football pyramid is smaller fish get eaten by bigger fish. It's the way it's always been. Um, so two things on this. Um, 
I agree with Mark. Like, yeah, if you can produce that talent, that's part, that's just the way football works for, you know, smaller leagues, smaller teams feeding into bigger. Not, not that Rosenborg is necessarily bigger than TFC, but you get what I mean. Um, but I guess the side of the only thing about like oftentimes with smaller clubs developing talent and then selling them up, usually, you know, they play with the, that first team and make a name for themselves. And they're kind of, they're the big fish in the small pond, lots of fish pond or fish analogies here, but um, you know, so you would have kind of expected someone like Nelson. I know he played with the first team on, but you know, you guys are usually sold when they've made, had a you know a cv of excellence at that club who's selling them on and they get sold on to a bigger team this is kind of interesting that no i i don't know where to put tfc and rosenborg in, in the grand scheme of world football but for argument's sake let's say selling sideways out of the you know from the academy is, is interesting um i mean you know it's it's part of it but I, it would be nice to see tfc also develop some talent for their starting 11 as well that lasts two or three seasons before they're bought up by a bigger club the but the other point about this transfer um specifically that i find uh optimistic is that rosenborg you know a team probably with a modest transfer kitty spent that kind of money on Jaden nelson Mm -hmm. probably means they're going to use him yeah well, you know, they, oh, every, they, they already and, they already put out a nice welcome video, a nice announcement video and stuff yeah, for him. So, so that probably, was that was lovely. If a team like that is is putting out that kind of cash, they probably have every intention of him being a starter. So that's a good thing. Oh, I yeah, I hope that he I like I again, I, I want him to be successful. I hope this is wildly successful for him. I'm a big fan of his and I think he's very talented and I think you know, he has a huge career ahead of him. I, I, I fully believe that, you know, he's only 20. There's so much time for him to, to, to learn and to grow and to do things. Um, it's just, I think for me, a lot of this is, you know, born of and wrapped up in years of frustration with Toronto FC or even just Canadian MLS teams. Um, but obviously TFC, since that's the one we pay most attention to and we follow. Um, going through this you know, really obnoxious cycle where for like, you know, again, like I said, for like five minutes, they're like, oh, the Academy, oh, youth players, oh, like we're going to use them because we have no choice is what it turns out to be. And then we're going to ignore them. We're going to like either not re-sign them and, you know, ferry them off to other clubs. Or if you're lucky, if you're someone, you know, you're very talented, like Jade Nelson, possibly, uh, you know, Jaquil Mahil Ruddy, um, who again, hugely talented, has a huge career ahead of him. He's the other one that, you know, they're either shopping around or people are making inquiries about. And that's and that's great. It's great if they have these opportunities and they get to move on to probably bigger clubs, better clubs, um, make money, go to Europe. Because every player still wants to go to Europe, which I don't blame them, right? Like, why I'm would sure you? The, the ceiling is much higher there. Yeah. There's, there's so much opportunity, right? So anyway, I am happy for Jaden. I am sad for Toronto. In the grand scheme of things for Canadian football, I don't care where they're being developed. You know, as long as, as they're long going as they're to playing. places. Where, yeah, and they're going to decent places. Uh, I would include 
you know, for a player, a young Canadian player, the or we a good team in the Norwegian league, sure, it's good. Oh start. yeah, for sure. Give it a few years. If he excels, don't be surprised if he's in France or somewhere like that in a few years. You know, yeah. And that's the way it goes. Um, so for Canadian football, yeah, I don't really care where they're coming out of, but from Toronto, you would, for the good of the club, you would just would hope that me. You just wonder how many like talents have slipped through their fingers, or you know, and hopefully guys' career aren't being just you know didn't get the opportunity and they're not even getting seen by a bigger club right. you know a chance like a like Jaden nelson here you gotta yeah. wonder but anyway uh. but that yeah anyway. good luck Jaden. we'll miss getting to watch you and your floppy hair enjoy the fjords indeed um this we talked about that a lot. Uh, oh, Fjords? a couple more things. That's good. Always. Yes. Fjord heavy show. Oh, yeah. We're big on fjords. Mm. Up the fjords and then back Stavanger. down there and then back up. Um, Tromso. So. Oh. One, <laughs> they shot Empire one of the other away. sort of interesting things uh, that uh, we haven't really, we haven't talked about um, that's, that's sort of was announced or, you know, officially announced uh, in, in the last week or so is that um, Copa America 2024, CONCACAF is going to participate. Copa Americas. Exactly. So CONCACAF has announced that the Confederation has agreed with the South American governing body, CONMEBOL, for six of its teams to participate in the 2024 Copa America tournament to be held in, of course, the United States. Because it's always held in the United States. Hey, it's the only country in the Americas who, who went through the trouble capable. of putting... A, who, who put, no, who went through the trouble of putting America in their name. Oh, it's so annoying that it's always in the U.S. Someone had oh to respect God. Amerigo Vespucci. <laughs> but, but Kristen, but Kristen, what about money? What, what about all- money, Mark? I mean, like, uh, the the altruism of maybe it could be held somewhere else is, I don't, I've, I've, that ship sailed. My pessimism is too strong. So anyway, yes. Anyway, yes. It's just annoying. Copa America. Someone think of the bankers. Yeah. <laughs> blessed, blessed be the billionaires. Um, part of this, of course, is that, you know, teams within uh, all of North America, you know, like South America wants to get in on some, you know, World Cup excitement leading up to 2026, right? So this is where all the football is happening, apparently, for the next three years and then no one will care ever again no hopefully i'm kidding it's all come up americas (laughs) (laughs) um so like it is it is an exciting thing like i think i think ultimately it's a it's a good thing um it'll be great for uh teams within the region um presumably you would expect um canada to be one of the yeah they, they haven't they haven't asked how or they haven't talked about qualifying from it like is it going to be out of the gold cup or something or or gold cup put on hold or oh no gold cup's not put on hold all right it so is it going to be like you have to finish top six in gold cup to qualify for this or is it going to be the top six like ranked teams 
I think it's the top six ranked teams. Right. Um, if they finish, uh, here we go. Uh, Nations League. So Nations League matters. Oh, Christ. Fuck. <laughs> exactly. So if they finish among the top six, you got to be the top six of the 2023-24 CONCACAF Nations League advances to Copa America for mm. 2024. It's, it's, I mean, it's cool enough for... for fans of national but it is team. more matches you know like it's more matches yeah. it's ultimately no, no, it's no, good it's, it's good it's for canada it's good it's good competition in in a if they make it in a meaningful yeah. uh, it, it's funny I, it strikes me funny though like i couldn't imagine anywhere else in the world where, where the <laughs> who would be so willy-nilly with their continent's main cup though could you imagine the euros inviting few african teams or a few asian teams just to oh, like yeah yeah like from the anc who, who finished top who'd finish top four in the anc this year yeah, yeah. come on down new zealand drop in yeah it's kind of weird but whatever uh, at the same time it'll make for good football so mm-hmm. it'd be interesting mm-hmm. and it'd be fun i'm not not shitting on it anyway i just find it funny that conma ball who uh, yeah it's because money but you know they yeah. don't need but, to do invite any CONCACAF teams, but I the guess other, Mexico in the States is a big draw for them. So, Oh, for sure. But the other interesting thing, um, sort of, it, it's a, it's sort of parceled into this because there's a couple different things that are happening um, within this new sort of collaboration between the two regions, um, between Common Ball and CONCACAF. Is Collaboration's that, it's very hip hop. Indeed. Conmebol featuring. Is Calvin Harris involved in this? Um, (laughs) So, uh, Conmebol, is it four? Conmebol women's teams, um, already selected somehow, but that's fine, will participate in the brand new Women's Gold Cup next year. All right. So that's... I mean, hey, if the men invited... if the men's gold cup invited South Korea all those years ago, why not? So we've got, so it'll be actually, it's kind of, it's Brazil, Colombia, Argentina, and Paraguay who will be participating um, in the first women's gold cup next year. So that's kind of cool. So, yeah, so there's, there seems to be some, you know, back and forth here in terms of, all right, well, you know, we're going to do this. And then on this side, we'll do this. And, and, you know, it, it is good because it does give an opportunity for um, teams, uh, you know, both men's and women's for a variety of countries to play, you know, some top tier talent um, play within your region, which yes, you're bringing players in from overseas, but once they're here, like it's, a lot easier in terms of like travel and participation, that kind of thing. As long as the U S aren't being dicks about visas and stuff. I mean, they would never do that. Um, Is this the yeah. beginning of Conmebolka calf? <laughs> Conkaball? Conkaball. <laughs> that sounds like, that sounds like a new sport, like pickleball. <laughs> well, pickleball's huge right now, so you no, know. but conca ball would be amazing. Yep. Don't ask there what it go. looks like. It's fun. It's now conca ball. Conca ball. <laughs> it's, <a great> name. <laughs> it's the best name in FIFA I've ever happened. Thank you, thank you. Screw you, way um, conca ball is here. <laughs> yeah, conca ball is here. So yeah, so out of you know, we usually sort of like roll our eyes at. And, you know, whenever you see, oh, Conga Calf has something cool to announce, it's just like, oh no, please, gods, no, 
please don't announce anything. We no. But this I'm pretty excited about all of these things, actually. I'm only gonna call the tournament Conga Ball now. You know that. I know that. It's not, I, it's I, not gonna I, be Copa I'm, America. It's Conga Ball. I love it. Yeah. I'm very I'm, Conca- I'm gonna, that's good. It's twenty four, right? Next year? Yeah. Yeah, Conca Ball twenty four. Woohoo. <laughs> So, moving on from that, um, what's coming up? And really, there's only one thing coming up uh, since, you know, Coachella isn't being live-streamed. So annoying. Um, is the She Believes Cup. It's very Wait, exciting. Is it? is it in Belize? No, it's in the... It's, where, where is everything held? Uh, in the U.S.? Yes. It's, it's a bad. V, not a Z. The She Believes Cup would be amazing. She Believes oh Yes. You better you better believe it. Believe that. Got that you right. You got that. You got that right. <laughs> nice. It's my number one. It's my my number one. Number one. Number one tournament. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my number one cup. I don't know. Um. Oh. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Very. Very. Very quickly. Very quickly. Um. Quick. Go on. One of the trialists for. Uh, for TFC, um, his, his his name is Benny. Oh, go on. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ah, where is it? Scrolling, scrolling. Where is he? Where is he? Is he a, is he a forward? No, he's he's a Al Hassan Benny. He's a trialist at forward. And mm-hmm. I was just, I, 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 so I, in my head, I had something like, Benny, Benny, your number one scorer. <laughs> Please. Like, Please. I was pretty, pr- I was, I was pretty proud of that. I'm pretty proud of that. Niche. Yes. Very, oh, incredibly niche. Like, I know nothing about who this person is at all. I just saw it and that was what, like, jumped into my brain. And then I forgot to mention it earlier. Um, but, like, yeah, that was the absolute first thing. Uh, that you're I a real, of. you're a real maestro. <laughs> Thanks, Mad Dog. Um, yeah, I know nothing about this person, so that's fine. But um, yeah, anyway, um, so the She Believes Cup starts uh, next week, um, and as much as we want to play in the car salesman tournament again this is likely better for uh the wnt the xnt heading into the world cup um you says arnold clark <laughs> sorry arnold purveyor purveyor of fine used automobiles fine yes i promise i will buy my next used automobile from you get a quality Vauxhall from arnold clark <gasps> Vauxhall. damn it Anyway, they're, um, one of Mark, they're surely one of Mark's favorite non-league teams, Vauxhall Motors. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, though, I can only think of uh, the warm-up kits for for England rather than any other particular club. Sleeping <laughs> me. <laughs> no, it wasn't Derby, was it? No, Vauxhall was on the front of who? Oh yeah, I can't, I can't remember. remember. Was it Coven? Was it Coventry? Oh yeah. No. 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 Mm. Actually, we, 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 for some reason, we something were something with to, an R, not like Russian I, diamonds, like some, like something like that. 
No. Hmm. Oh God, this is. Yeah, we can hear you yelling. It was not Luton, was it? No. no. I'm seeing it on a no. white shirt. That's why. Yeah. When yeah, when you said Coventry, right. like the cult, yeah, but not the right name. Uh, okay. Anyway, we'll have to. We'll, I'm on we'll, it. I'm on it. Anyway, so this is you know you're they're playing they're playing the U.S. they're playing Brazil and they're playing Japan and that's you know great competition uh, to to test your players to have as you know competition that you could run up against if you're not already going to run up against them in the world cup. So um, this is a very good in that regards um, gives Bev Priestman something we already talked about, you know, an opportunity to play some of the younger players because of who's available. Um, unfortunately missing uh, Desiree Scott, who is just not, she's not recovered from the surgery to um, repair the injury she picked up at the end of the NWSL season last year. So she just sort of announced that recently. So that, that is a big loss in the, in the midfield. Um, Deanne Rose and um, Nichelle Prince, both still out um, with uh, Achilles issues, but yeah, I know. Um, Mark was right. I'm I'm saying fuck because Mark was fucking right as usual. About Luton Town. Yes, he was. It was Luton. Oh, damn. I don't know how the don't I'm trying to find a kit that shows it. And I'm anyway. So I'm I'm only I I found a graphic, not an actual picture. But yeah, you were you were bang on. Umbro, Umbro kits. Oh, Umbro. It, it was it we was blue so much. Well, well maybe there yeah, there was a white one probably, but they're eighty nine to ninety two apparently. Huh. Yeah, according hmm. to according to museum museumofjerseys.com. dot com. Yeah, that's where I yeah, might too. That's <laughs> a real ass site, folks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, I found a picture. <laughs> I found a picture of an orange one, the orange home one. Oh, glorious! But it's the same it? design, but it's orange. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, sorry. Apologies for this. Yet another digression. But yet another win. Must digress. Sorry. Good job, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) Thanks for the support. Um, Okay. So, um, what are we talking about? The women's national team. Yes. Playing in the She Believes Cup. She Believes. Has a warm up to the World Cup and players that are injured who are not appearing. That's where we were. um you're welcome so anyway it's still it's still a very good squad even though it's missing most of the players that are playing in england um and and in europe but all the nwsl players and um, a couple lower league european players um will be participating and again that's that's great because it gives bev uh, a look at a couple different players but Really, really interesting will be to see um, Clarissa Larisse um, because she has been on fire for her club team lately. She can do no wrong right now. So to have her in the mix um, playing up front um, with, you know, Janine Becky, who, you know, honestly, she's so much better when she's not playing as an out-and-out striker. Um, but Steve Jordan Heidema, you know, some playing time. But anyway. I'm really excited to see Clarissa Larissa right now. And obviously uh, Evelyn Viennes because she's fire. So yeah, she um, is. she's so good. She's so good. Anyway, like, I, like I look, yeah, I know. Like I look at this squad and 
I like I'm excited to see all of these players. Like there's so many good players. So even when missing, you know, the top tier um, players that are overplaying in England and such and the the injured players, I still look at this this lineup, this squad and be like, uh-huh, and there's so many talented players here. And I totally forgot that Alicia Chapman um, is back on this side of the pond and playing in NWSL now. So that's yeah, huge so, too, right? I, I forget. Yeah, there was. I remember seeing um, uh, Houston Dash's uh, uh, socials. They were going on about should we just be Team Canada South or something like that? It's like you've got pretty team, much. Calm down. Or they have two or three Canadians on the team. But either way, it's like um, get to yeah, find we'll three. Talk, there's, there's, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like Portland might have a word with you. Yeah, um, exactly. And, uh, and the OL reign, like there, there's like two or three NWSL teams that are, you know, starting to stockpile Canadian talent, which I think is delightful. Yeah. No, stockpile away. Let me know if you need more. <laughs> Plenty of stock. But um, anyway, yeah, yeah. I, that's, I think I got announced. I want to say it was just, is it just before, just after Christmas? Like, like it was. Not that long ago. Anyway, the, the squad was announced just last week. No, but no, I meant. Um, uh, oh, uh, uh, Alicia. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. And I think maybe it just sort of got lost in, you know, holiday, post holiday shuffle kind of thing for my brain. I just yeah. forgot. I mean, come on, guys. Eggnog. Not that I drink it, but I mean, I'm going to blame it. <laughs> um, so, and then I took a quick, you know, I put, I, I, like, I don't know. I don't. Maybe when I used to pay more attention to all the players on other clubs, but maybe the Americans more. I looked at the American squad and I was like, okay, I recognize some of these players, mostly because they play in the WSL and that's where I see them play, or they're like really well known. Um, but again, pretty strong side. You know, again, Americans have a lot of talent. Somehow Megan Rapino is still playing. Sure. Why not? So She's so annoying. Yeah. Um, but like, there's a couple players uh, for that match. So that match is next Thursday. Um, you know, it's 7.30. Should be on um, Fubo or One Soccer, however you watch Canadian teams. Um, if you have organized a watch party, please let the Voyagers know. Um, apparently it's going up against some big hockey games. I don't know. But like, there's some there's some really good players on the American side as well. You know, you can see Rose Lavelle and obviously Alex Morgan, um, Crystal Dunn, Trinity Rodman. Fucking love her. She's just so much fun to watch. Um, so like it should be, it should be a good competitive match. Um, I know we'll, we'll talk more about the, um, the Brazilian match and the, the, the match against Japan next week. Cause those are, several more days later but um i think this should be a good tournament i hope i want it to be yeah i mean i the, the nice part about the nice part of these tournaments is when it's really like the precursor to a bigger tournament mm -hmm. they, they go for it like they're trying to go for yeah. it and i don't mean like it's I don't mean just the host because like obviously the hosts are gonna go for it, but the guests are also like they're looking to firm up their rosters, you know, whittle out that those last spots that aren't quite concrete. And tournaments like this tend to 
bring the best out of people. It's not like it's different when like like the tournaments that are just kind of hey, everybody's off. You want to do a thing? Like that's not that's 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 not a, that's not what I want. I want something that's at least competitive, at least for spots. And this is going to do the trick. So um, I'm expecting this to be a uh, not that not that not that it's ever not that it's ever you know players going through the motions, but this. I don't expect this to be that at all at any point against anyone. Will be fun. So again, um, there's three matches. Uh, two of them are very easily watched. Um, like I said, the first match, sort of the marquee match, uh, Canada versus the U.S. next Thursday, 7.30. Um, and then the match against Brazil is on the following Sunday, uh, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, I think. Uh, the one uh, against Japan, which is on a Wednesday, is at like 4 in the afternoon or something. So that one's going to be a bit trickier um, for most people to watch. But if you know, you can have a cheeky watch while you're at work. You know, not, not too shabby a thing. Why not? Um, but we will talk about this more um, next week. And we'll do our predictions for the Candy us match. Uh, I think we'll do all our predictions next week. The only other thing that uh, I wish to bring up before we say farewell is that unless you're, I hope, I hope everyone's aware, unless you've been living under a rock, everyone should probably be pretty aware about the, uh, the earthquake that um, has ravaged uh, Turkey and uh, Syria right now and number of Canadian players that play in Turkey, number of Canadian players. As far as we know, they are all safe. And they are all well. And that is a relief, but lots of people have lost their lives, homes, everything, um, a restaurant that used to be in my neighborhood, the owners, uh, two brothers, very nice people. Uh, it's called the Good Fork. It's here in Toronto. You should go eat there. It's amazing. Um, they're, they're Turkish, and I, I, I'd reached out to them just to check on them because family, friends, their, their village was basically the epicenter and is like gone. Everyone they know, as far as they know, is safe, which is a big relief. You know, most of their family has moved on to other places, but still, like, you never know how this affects, you know, maybe you personally, but also, again, thousands of people already lost their lives. So, um, Atiba and Sam Adekugbe, happy birthday, Atiba. Um, also, happy birthday, Tejan Buchanan. I've done some interviews. We're doing interviews today with TSM, with Rick Westhead, um, and have like their own section in the Red Cross um, to donate, to help. But also, um, if not the Red Cross, there's a, a local-based uh, campaign from um, ABAP, which is uh, another local relief agency. And so those are two places that they are requesting, if you're able, to um, donate to help with the disaster relief. So just wanted to put that out there because um, you'll probably see it on social media all over the place um, in terms of like asking for donations. But if you want to help, you know, people that you sort of know directly or who are like supporting this and are really asking for this, this is um, a way to do it. Excellent. And we'll put the links for that in uh, the show notes as well. 
we will so, absolutely yeah. do that. So yeah, so um that is really it for next week. There's lots, there's, there's always stuff that we could talk about. We could talk about Jesse Marsh, <laughs> Chris Armist. How does he manage to sort of fail up? I don't even understand this. Uh, Extortion's <laughs> real. But Jesse Marsh, man, like, well, we should get into that more next week, but I find it hilarious. He just, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe head coaching is just not his thing. Um, coming soon to an MLS club near you. The return of Jesse Marsh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure St. Louis has got him already lined oh, you, up. You know it's coming. You know it's coming. And if they and if they don't, they some somebody does. Someone absolutely does. Exactly. Kins their manager. It's it's after after only only getting three points in their first five games. Exactly. Re- well, be great. The return of the king. <laughs> All right. Well, then that has been our show for this week. Everybody, thank you so much for listening, uh, for joining us through this very, very distracted recording with all the different tangents. Um, Please join us next week. Yes. Just a bit. No, no. Uh, We were a bit distracted, including right there. Oh, yeah. Easily. just. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like it's like what? Squirrel? Mm -hmm. Um, The part about up the creek. That was good. Oh, my God. That was such a good thing. No, not Dawson's Creek. I know, but I'm going to do it every time because you don't like it. Um, so join us next week when we talk more about uh, the She Believes Cup. Uh, see how uh, TFC are faring at uh, the Coachella Festival. Um, Got to find out how Bernie's second set went and um, see if any other Voyager's Cup matches have to be played in bizarrely neutral ter- neutral locations and more. I have been joined by two of our three usual panelists uh, to be found out there on the Twitters at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Up the creek. Sounds uh, like a football check, the- actually. Up the creek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the tweet machines at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support our podcast via Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it, as always. Uh, we still have shirts. Tony did a bunch of good stuff. You could find that link on our website, uh, bookofminority.ca. Look for the Zazzle shop. Um, you also find on our show notes the, the link that uh, Kristen had mentioned about the Red Cross. Please give what you can. And um, yeah, when every time you say up the creek, I think uh, suburban Hamilton, Stony Creek, um, if they only had a football club where, you know, that would be amazing. That but would be amazing. Anymore. But Black Creek, I guess, also would work, too, if you have that kind of frame of mind. Delightful. Uh, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Krista Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it.